Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, it's the Buko Boys. Lucky you. Everybody's so lucky to have us. <laughs> Thanks for listening and watching the podcast again. Or Yeah, we're back, everybody, finally. <laughs> Episode 61. So we're back. Just when we think things are getting back to normal. They get worse again. Oh, gosh. Everybody uh, can't be clean and everyone's pretty gross. Wash so. your hands, people. They can't figure it out. So now here in Salt Lake County, they are doing mandatory masks. Also in uh, Summit County, which is the Park City Sundance area. Uh, we were just down there recently and uh, we had to wear masks. And now we're in Salt Lake and we have to wear masks. So, uh, fun times, fun times. But if you social distance, do you need masks? Um, if you're social distancing, probably not that's the thing though right it's like it's like i think in here it's he has a social distance and if you can't then the masks are are mandatory or if a store requires it then you have to wear it right is that kind of what it is right yeah but i think all stores are starting to require it to just go inside yeah yeah i went to a i just went to a gas station right now and i had to wear a mask to go inside the gas station and i feel like a damn superhero every time now going oh i forgot my mask I feel like a ninja when I put mine on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like a ninja when I put my mask on, though. I, I look like a ninja. I, I just use a regular, like... Medical one? Medical one, yeah. We got this one. My wife got these ones from the state. And it's kind of cool. What is it? Um, I don't remember, but she did something with the state, and then they sent us masks. And I have the kind that you tie behind your head. And so, instead of like clipping behind your ears, and okay. I kind of, I kind of like it. Uh, the tying thing would annoy me because I'm gonna be taking it on and off so frequently. Yeah, I kind of like, it, but I like the look of it. So I'm like, all right, cool. I then like throw it. some elastic on that bitch. I could do it. Yeah, I could make make things work for you. Yeah, people wash your hands and and yeah, and wash your hands before dirty. you touch your masks too because. You could be touching some dirty shit and then grabbing <clears throat> your mask and then now look, it's all over your face. We, it's like reversible. <laughs> a lot of these are reversible. So guess what? The side you were touching before is now going right on your face. Because they say it won't prevent you getting it. It'll prevent you from spreading right, it. Right. If you have it. If don't you know have it. it. But if you don't have it, you don't want to give it to yourself. <laughs> so... Be clean yeah. about everything. I still do. don't get why people wearing it in their cars. I don't get that. Or walking down the street. I'm like, you're not going you're you're pretty socially distanced. I mean, if you're walking down the street, maybe it's just because our air quality is pretty shitty here. Maybe that's not why they're wearing it. Though. I know. All right. They don't wear it <laughs> any other time. So that's not why they're wearing it. And you, <laughs> you look ridiculous if you're wearing it by yourself in a car and you're when you're walking down the street. All right. There's no need to wear a mask at that point. Now, on my podcast, The DVO Show, I interviewed three friends that had COVID-19. All of them wore masks. All of them still got it. All of them are all in their 30s, so they're all in that healthy range. They were all sick about 8 to 10 days, and then they were fine. You know, then there's the rumors that now you have the antibodies and you won't get it again. Then you hear that you can still get it. So there's so much that's unknown. But with this still. And, you know, I don't know what the right answer is. I'm just over I, it. <laughs> yeah. All I know is I think I'm immune to it. 
pretty much everything. Yeah, I mean, I don't even get sick. I don't even get sick. I rarely get sick. No, I I would seriously be around the flu when uh, my ex-wife was... She always was sick. Uh-huh. Always had something. And yeah, I'd be around her all the time, and I never caught anything. I think... Even my daughter, whenever she got anything, I would be around her. Yeah. I think my, I think my wife did get coronavirus. Because <laughs> she got really sick, couldn't taste, couldn't smell. Still doesn't taste or smell very much. And that was months ago. I mean, she's... she's purifying now i mean she went she went through episodes of getting chills maybe she had the flu i don't know but i didn't get anything during that time when she was really sick so i i i wish though people would really stop panicking about it and i posted on my social media today we need to focus more on building a stronger immune system so has this reached the amount of deaths that the flu kills yet no So, if this hasn't reached the limit that the flu kills, and we have a vaccine for the flu, why aren't we doing this stuff on a regular basis of being clean already? Like, why isn't why hasn't this been in play for a long time about making people be clean already? Because I mean, yeah. this is a, something that isn't even as bad as something that we already have a vaccine for, and we're not even doing any of these measures for to right. prevent any of that. We were just, just like, ah, I've had a flu shot. Instead of hating races, we should hate viruses. By and, races. <laughs> by washing hands and... Eliminate all and viruses. And kissing strangers. Okay? No Frenching. <laughs> French viruses. Yeah. But you know what? Like, am I annoyed by masks? Yes. Do I think I need to wear a mask? No, I don't think I need to wear a mask. Uh, I know, like... How to keep my distance from people? I'll do yeah. that. I mean, I've been keeping my respect towards other people and keeping my distance and like not talking towards strangers, so I'm not right. like spraying anything in their direction. I'm a germaphobe, so I've been ready for the social distancing. Well, yeah, thing. I've been like, <laughs> please don't my shake, hands please don't shake time. my hands <laughs> for e- ever. <laughs> so I wonder. So now I wonder if they're going to eliminate shaking hands. I know amongst friends, I don't think that'll get eliminated amongst friends because their friends are always like hugging yeah, that and bond. stuff. Yeah, that bond. Yes, that bond. But when it comes to strangers or like acquaintances running into each other, elbow bump. Yeah, elbow bump, fist pump, or Wakanda, <laughs> <laughs> or bow bow to the sensei. That's a good one. Or just do no the, one does that. I, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna do the bow to the sensei. I'm gonna start something new. Uh, you know what? No one does wait. that. I could start what? side to side head nod. Like this, side to side, like, el- like ear to elbow, other ear to other, <laughs> or no, shoulder, 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 <laughs> shoulder like that. No, well, they does. Well, that. that's kind of what they do in India, right? Like, oh, do they do that? <laughs> in India, they, they just kinda, do one. Do their bobblehead, this little thing. Oh, How's it going? Hello there. Yes, <laughs> welcome. <laughs> that's that's my. Uh, so I, yeah, that's my greetings. That's, that's the new one, or the or the nod up, right? Like what up, what up, G. So hopefully, he or gets maybe over. you can side kick each other's shoes. Oh, kick, kick butt! <laughs> Not kick butt. You just slap each other's sides of your feet together. Hey, everybody! <laughs> kick, kick. Yeah, just kicking the sides of each other's feet. Well, we, me and my wife went to a comedy show recently. Even with all the COVID stuff, you know, they had they had their rules in place, so they 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 didn't do full capacity. I think they opened up at at a 60% capacity 
every other table was open and they kind of staggered it right um all the waiters and waitresses all, all the staff had to wear masks and when you came in they did a, a temperature check so they just kind of scanned your forehead and got got a temperature check to make sure you were you weren't you know having any fever like or flu like symptoms temperature wise and and it was hilarious we had a good time they had a limited menu and but we had a good time it, the comedian that we saw was Tom Papa I'm, I've been a big fan of his for many years so you I was showed super me some excited of his clips they were pretty funny he's hilarious I think he's hilarious and and he's you know he's good friends with like Joe Rogan and and Brett Kreischer, Bert Kreischer, and Tom Segura, and fame, uh, or I mean, fortune femester. So good friends with all these people, and and he's anyway, he's, he, he's hilarious, and we just laughed. And you know, he, he made a good point. He just said, "Hey, we're doing the right things." And I'm not a doctor, but if I was wearing a white, you know, wardrobe, you'd believe me if I tell you this. But you'll be fine. <laughs> he's like, "That's what we need." You know, no one knows. No one knows. All we need is somebody. It could just—it could be an actor that just walks out with a white cl- like a white robe, whatever the doctors wear, and just says with a clipboard and just gives us information. We'll all believe it because that's what we want to do. <laughs> and uh, anyway, it was a good show, and it was nice to see people out and socially distance and having a good time. And I miss it already. <laughs> I've been uh, going fishing when I can. Social distancing out in the wilderness, right in the middle of the lake. Oh yeah, my kayak. I've been loving my kayak. Good for you. That's man. been the best purchase ever. It's Good ex- for you. Most expensive kind of kayak you can get, but they're the best. <laughs> so a couple of things we want to talk about today. There's a couple of just little odd little things, but then um, we we want to share a story with you of Travis Walton, and it's the fire in the sky story. So we'll get to that at the end. Uh, but first of all, I want to talk to you. And to think what you think, brother, of this new Choco Challenge 2.0. I hate it already. So I hate if you it, guys I'm remember, not do it. we did the Choco Challenge last summer. And what that was is you bought a $20 chocolate bar. It was a $20 stomach incinerator. It was great. It was like, do you, just, <laughs> do you want to hurt for hours? Buy this box. <laughs> the proceeds Sold. went to uh, prostate cancer research. They raised a ton of money for it. And if you you know recorded yourself eating it and you posted it on your social media, you were entered into a drawing um, to win a year supply of hot sauce from Fuego Box. And Fuego Box, again, is doing the Choco Challenge 2.0. This time it's a little different. I'm going <clears> to <throat> pull up the website now. And what it is, so last year they were donating to prostate cancer research. This year, kind of with the same theme we were talking about with the all-in challenge, but now it's going to be uh, towards Feeding America. They're going to give meals towards Feeding America to help people that need uh, meals. So, So every time someone buys one of these chocolate bars, 50 meals are then donated. That's a ton. That's good. That's awesome. Yeah, that's great. This is now, because it's the 2.0, it's the world's spiciest white chocolate bar. So the one we did was a milk chocolate bar. With the what, had, was it dark chocolate? Oh, you know, I don't remember, actually. It was Who chocolate. knows? It just yeah, tasted it's... like heat. It, it tasted had... like what heat, what you think heat would feel. Yeah, like. it had the it reaper. Like... 
I had to re-prepare the world's hottest. Like you don't taste any any chocolate. You didn't taste. I didn't taste any chocolate <laughs> at all. Because we put we put the pepper side down on our tongue it was like instead instant of the chocolate side numbing. down. Instant numb and just <laughs> you're gonna regret. This one it though, like regret and heat. Instead of the Reaper, it's a twelve different peppers blended in. I hate it. Twelve. I'm not gonna read all twelve because some of these are kind of hard to pronounce. But it's the same gentleman, um, which is Ed. Ed Curry from Pucker Butt Pepper Company, who created the Black Reaper, who also created the world's spiciest now, which which is um, what, what do people think they are right nowadays? Actually, I don't know. There's always something that comes to claim that they're the hottest, right? But but Ed Curry always has he has the hottest. He's always he's a scientist just working on things. But yeah, doesn't he have like a ton of other peppers he hasn't even released yet that are yeah. hot as shit? So if someone thinks they're gonna come up, Carolina Reaper. Right, that's what's kind of known as maybe the spiciest. That's the what was in the Choco Challenge, right? No, that was he made the Carolina Reaper, but he also made this Black Reaper. Oh, that's right, yes. which was just for that chocolate bar. He has he still he's still 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 not out. It was just for that chocolate bar. Uh, but anyway, the chocolate bar is still 1995, just like on the first one. I'm sure it's the same size, uh, just a you know a little square. And um, I'm up for it if you're up for it. I don't think we need to buy a to and eat the whole thing we don't have to you can just take a, a nibble yeah because that was that was you know what intense. i wonder if any of our listeners or viewers would want to do it with us you you, you buy sure. your own chocolate bar <laughs> we'll record it and do it all together and remember it helps feeding america right every bar 1995 Every bar you buy will f- will give fifty meals. That's a, that's that's a so I'll great watch this thing. Fail video, and I think it was uh, inside the factory or whatever where they make this, and it was a news what? reporter. Okay, uh, not where they make this, but I think where where the peppers are being process like being done and everything. Okay, and they were on the news with this news reporter, and they had the pepper there. And they were just talking about it. And the news reporter grabbed it and took a bite out of it. <laughs> and he's like, whoa. <laughs> and he's just like, oh, that was instant. He's like, I shouldn't have done that. Huh? He's like, well, I mean, he's like, how long does this last? And the guy told him, like, about six hours. He's like, oh, well, six hours. Then, he lied to him, though. And then as he's, like, dealing with that pain of doing it, I don't, I don't know, just have it or whatever. He takes another bite out of it. <laughs> and he's all, that was probably the stupidest thing I could have done. <laughs> you, hey, when you see chocolate in front of you, right, you no, can't No, no, stop. it wasn't a chocolate bar. No, it was the actual pepper. Oh, it was a pepper. It oh, was the pepper. Okay, gotcha. Like, and I, when, I, when he said it, it was like, yeah, the world's hottest pepper. Ah. And he goes and takes a bite out of it. That is hilarious. Then, that's the second one, like a dumbass. <laughs> It looks like it's free shipping too, so it's nineteen ninety five. Maybe a couple, you know, maybe a dollar for tax. So, so uh, if anyone wants to do it with us, would you do it? Would you take a bite? I'd take a bite. Bar? I'd take a bite take a to bite. help feed. Maybe kids. if someone wants to help, if someone wants to split one with Dale, you know, he'll he'll do that with you. But just buy it because it feeds fifty people, right? It gives fifty meals, I should say. We have fifty. 50, 50. So that, that's 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 a great deal. I love what Fuego Pops is doing. And you get to record yourself in intense pain at the same time. It's a win-win. <laughs> I think it, I damn near died that we'll, first we'll, time. We'll provide ice cream again. Even, oh my god! It, it didn't even help. <laughs> All I did was throw it up. I, I, I took it like a champ, just to remind. No, you everybody. threw up too, bud. I did. Yeah, but <laughs> I suffered like a 
little bitch. I didn't suffer though. Oh my god. I found out I had ulcers <laughs> that day. <laughs> no, I think I already knew I kinda had an idea. That that's oh, sure that day. That's sure shit just went Yeah, it, it let me know for sure. But check them out. Let me find the website actually real quick. Let me find the website. But I believe uh, if you just Fuego go to Box. FuegoBox.com. Yeah. Again, it's a subscription hot sauce company. Um, so you can check out, you know, you, or you can just buy, uh, what's it called? Just hot sauces uh, singly a la carte. But, you know, find the Choco Challenge area. And uh, if anybody wants to do it with us, that might be kind of fun. Let us know. Let us yeah, know. Yeah, we can a, all suffer together. Yeah, why not? Hold hands. With a team effort burn. <laughs> All right, the next one I want to talk about is Apple just announced that they have a new update coming up soon this fall. And with it was going to be, I don't know what they call it exactly, but I think it's going to be called Car Key. All right, and it's, uh, and it probably won't be on the phones now, it might be an update on a, on a newer phone. But basically, certain cars, which BMW might be the first one, where your phone is going to be your key to your car. So you walk up, it notices you're close, it unlocks your door for you, you get in, you put your phone down, um, and then you hit the start button, it starts up. And if you needed to share your key, if someone, like one of your kids needed to get in the car, you want someone to, someone needed to borrow your car, you can somehow share that key with them and they can use your car. What do you think of this? I like the concept, I like the idea, but I feel like that leaves a lot of room for hackers to get in and steal your shit. Possibly, I yeah. think it, it leaves you vulnerable because now your your most possessed, like your most private possessions and everything that you care for could be in your car and yes. now access to your car is digital and can be hacked now they're using i can't remember what it is something they use now n n nfp nfc i don't know ncf i don't know what it's called right now but some type of security type program i think i'm again i'm not sure i'm just i'm just a moron that likes tech i don't i don't know all the ins and outs of all the stuff i mean i like the idea of it it's really cool i love it i already don't i the only key i do carry is my car key I don't carry a house key. I don't have a garage opener. Everything's done um, through my smart home, on, either on my phone or my tablet or my watch. I don't carry a key at all except for my car. And if I can eliminate that, I am on board. I like the idea. I know it's kind of early, so they're gonna, you know, they're gonna work things out. Um, but I think in a f in the future, future updates and new cars that that will do this as well. I'm kind of all for it. I'm, I, I, I kind of like. It. I'm not too scared of that. I guess. I'm not too scared of it. I. Uh, I don't. Well. I don't know. I, I maybe if they had a way to just stay on your phone where you didn't share it. I. I just don't like the idea of being able to, like, send your car information. Well, well think about this. Like access. It. Like Apple Pay, uh, Google Wallet, like it's the same software security that's on that, where you can send money, Venmo, like these are things you can just kind of send money back and forth. And a lot of people have this apps on their phone, don't realize you don't seem too worried that you have your whole bank account. Okay, so this is kind <laughs> of like almost like running off of, so this this type of uh, software is, it's almost like a Bluetooth, but yes, it, it will integrate your Bluetooth with it. Okay, 
So it's almost like accessing somebody's. Okay, I, I see how this is working. Yeah. I see how this is coded. Yeah, that techies. That's some techie <laughs> shit for you. <laughs> I'm excited about this. I, I mean, I, I, I mean, I love, I love tech. I love the future we're heading. I'm super excited about this. I don't want to carry a car key at all either. Yeah, I, I'm liking it. So, I, like I said, I don't, I don't carry keys except for my car key. I would like to eliminate keys. I think I would just have to carry my mailbox key. <laughs> <laughs> I don't carry that. I just leave it in the house. I just go grab the mail. I need to grab the mail. But, <laughs> I like to do it when I drive in my place. I, I, I get it. So, so I thought that was kind of cool. I don't know when that will roll out with a. I mean, I, honestly, I think it'll be before you see it with other car companies and and a lot more variety. I think probably three, four years before you see it. But I, I think it'll be cool, though. I think it's the next future, so just be aware of that. And if you guys don't have a smart home yet, I don't know what you guys are doing either. This I is wonder, the 21st century. You know what would be... Well, I think what would suck is if your battery dies and you don't have a like way to juice up your phone. Well, as soon as you get in, plug it in. I'm saying, how are you going to unlock it if your phone's dead? Yeah, I mean... Say, I say you got... You were hiking. I mean, you, you can always carry your key too. You know, maybe leave it in. You just leave it in your pocket or leave it in your purse. Um, I mean, obviously, I have you know a watch and a tablet. I mean, if all three of my things die, that's ooh, that, the, the chance of that is so slim. I always keep carry those things with me. I do need to upgrade my watch though. And you can, and like I said, you can actually transfer that. So if you know you're with somebody and your phone's about to die, it's like, hey, I'm gonna share with you the key so you can open up my car when we get to my car. But then I can, I'll charge it when I get in and use my. That's right. So, <laughs> see, they're thinking of it. I think it's cool. I think that's just one of the next steps in our in our tech world. I like it. Uh, oh, guess so. There's a new uh, electric truck company. That's coming out called uh, okay. Nikola. Okay, all right. And they just who's came doing out. it? Do you know the owner? No, I don't know who okay. the owner is. I know he mentioned something about like I mean he like gave nods to Tesla, the company Tesla, and uh, but also said that something about being a competitor. And then Tesla was like, "Go ahead and try, bud." You know something like yeah, some that was like don't stand a chance. Yeah. Anyways, right. their electric truck that they just put out called the Badger looks pretty dope. Oh, interesting. It looks I, like I a truck. It looks like a company. badass truck. It's pretty. It looks like a like a Toyota to- Tacoma, but okay. like souped up, really dope, like futuristic with lights all over it. All right. It's pretty sick. Interesting. I thought that would be interesting. So I just saw that. I'm pretty interested in that, but I don't think they're going to even release like their concept till the end of this year. Okay. But. I'm, I'm just going to wait for these trucks to come out for a couple <laughs> of years before I buy one. Well, should we get into our next topic and our last topic? Sure. We're going to talk about Mr. Travis Walton, who the movie was based on for Fire in the Sky, which was released in 1993. Which is actually, I just watched the movie. You'd watched it a long time ago. I had just watched it. Great cast, by the way. This yeah, was a great movie. cast. But um, I actually heard about this uh, about this gentleman on another podcast, which I had heard of the fire in the sky, um, a little, just a little bit. I didn't know much much about it, and so I listened to his interview, 
and which prompted me to watch the movie, which I which I did. And for me, and maybe you guys have seen the movie, and we'll talk about the story in a second. But if in the movie, I feel it just more talked. So it, real quick, it was Travis Walton and six. We'll just call them co-workers. Okay, one was like one of his right. best friends, but but there was five other gentlemen. Uh, in the movie, so there were seven total. In the movie, they just showed six, which makes sense because they're in a truck, right? So three in the front, three in the back. It just kind of visually just makes more sense. So that makes more sense. But there's a total of seven gentlemen, and he gets abducted. Well, All right? so I mean, we'll, we'll, but just, yeah. we'll get into the whole story. But he 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 gets abducted, and so. Um, in the movie, though, I felt like all they really talked about was them interrogating the other gentleman about who killed him. Right? That's that's. I kind of felt like the movie was around that, and I wanted more of what happened during this abduction. That's what I'm more interested in. They were showing bits and pieces. Very of it. small, though. I bet if you look in that movie, um, probably total bits and pieces of, of the abduction was probably less than ten minutes of the whole movie. I bet. Well, yeah. I want to see more. Like, I want to know the whole story. I don't care about these guys being, you know, quote-unquote, on trial or interrogated by the police. I want to know what happened during this abduction. So we'll talk about the whole story here. But I just want to give, kind of give you a little premise of, uh, of it. Uh, anyway, do you want to kind of start off with anything about what, what, what happened what happened that, that night? Well, so, so it's been a while since I've seen the movie. But so they just get off work, right? Yeah, so they're lumberjack. Basically, it's easy to say they're lumberjack. They're they're yeah. contracted to by companies to go out and just take down trees, probably for development. I'm assuming. Right, and so it's dark. The sun's going down, or something. Yeah, they were behind, so they were working a late shift. And so the sun was it was getting you know dusk, so later they see than dusk. This bright, the bright light like coming from behind these trees, right? Like coming almost from, like if there was a fire in the sky. Like a fire <laughs> in the sky. Yeah, this is like an orangish reddish. Kind of a tint, and so they drove towards it. And then they, they were driving towards it, trying to like catch up to it to see what it was. Yeah, in the movie, and which was nice. This interview I watched, they, he kind of talked about the differences. Obviously, they took his story and Hollywooded oh, yeah. it up a little always, bit. Always, always. But in, in the movie, they they ran to go kind of check it out. Reality was there had been some storms earlier, and because they're in the forest, a lot of random trees were catching on fire from lightning. And so because of the tools they had and because they were out there, whenever there was a report of a tree on fire, they would kind of get called and they would go put out the fire. They just thought it was maybe a bigger, bigger fire out there. So they wanted to go up there to kind of try to see if they can put it out um, because it was like a reddish, orangish hue to it. Gotcha. Uh, in the movie, they, they were just like they were just very curious. Like, what is that? It, and it's moving. So that's what the movie portrayed. But, um, yeah, they wanted to see if it was another fire. But then when they got closer to it, Travis realized, well, they all realized it was above them. It was, yeah. And so he stepped out and was looking at it. Yeah. And then, like, a beam hit him. Yep. So he ran out to to that, to the spacecraft. They didn't really see him do that. He jumped out of the truck when they stopped. And then, you know, later they're like, oh, hey, Travis, get back in the car. And And then was like intense light. Yeah, light shunned down. um, Shunned? that's a word. Let me look it up oh, again. Oh, yeah, you did that. <laughs> okay, you win. <laughs> so a light shunned down on him, and in the movie, it just kind of tossed him five feet, right? Kind of, kind of, uh, kind of raised him up a couple, maybe a couple feet off the ground, and then just kinda, he kind of flew five feet and landed, 
reality was he got thrown against, I believe, a rock or a tree. And they said it looked like the way his body dropped, like he had no bones in his body. Like he just was like a just a sack of potatoes. Ew. Yeah. And so they thought he was dead. They panicked. They took off. They thought he was dead. Um, so they just took off. And then they were like, no, we, we got to go back for him. In that the was movie, just his skin falling off. Yeah. <laughs> in the movie, it just showed um, kind of the owner of the company or the manager of the this lumberjack company, um, which was also his best friend. It showed in the movie that just he went back and the others just kind of got out of the truck and waited. Reality was all six of the other gentlemen went back. They all went back together. And he wasn't there. He wasn't there at all. And so they went back into town and called the police. And they started accusing them of killing him. Yeah, and burying him out. Because one of them got into a fight with him. Right. So... You know, in the movie, it just showed that they maybe just didn't really get along. Maybe they didn't like each other in the movie. But the reality was, um, him and one of the other gentlemen, they got into a fight over a girl. (laughs) They got into a fight over a girl. And so... He was kind of almost like the prime suspect. Now, in the movie, they kind of made him seem like some, uh, you know, some badass with kind of a chip on his shoulder. But they they just they just got into a fight. And so when he got questioned, you know, did you want anything bad to happen to him? Yeah, because they just got in a fight. He just took the girl, right? So he, he's not happy with him. So he didn't really like the questions he was being asked during the uh, interrogations. But these gentlemen were being interrogated, and and they took uh, for days. Yeah, they they were doing search parties. Yeah, they had search parties going out, and um, you know, a couple days have gone by. He still hasn't. They still haven't found the body, and they really think one of these guys did it. They just don't know who's lying, and they passed the polygraph test. All of them passed. All of them passed the polygraph test. So they were really struggling with what to do. Um, however, five days later, after the disappearance of Travis Walton, look who shows up. Calls from a payphone and says, "I'm naked. Pick so me look, come get me." Yeah, he's yeah. butt ass naked. He's got goosebumps. Um, and they go pick him up, and yeah. he's alive, and he's malnourished. Uh, he said he has. Now, Travis said he thought he was only gone for a day. Um, it was his brother that he called, and his brother came to pick him up. In the movie, it showed you know his friend and his brother, but it was just his brother that 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 came and got him. And he goes, "No, Travis, feel your face. You know you've got a five day beard going on." He thought he was gone for a day only, and he was gone for five days. Right, crazy. And um, those aliens were just kind of like said. F you, man. Get out of here. They just kind of kicked him out. And in the movie, you know, he comes back and he has a little bit of PTSD from the experience. And he just kind of snaps out of it. And then it shows him, you know, he's, he's married with a couple kids. And that's the end of the movie. And it, it, well, from his PTSD, it shows a couple flashbacks. And that's it. That's why I said it's like probably less than 10 minutes of the whole movie shows his encounter. I want to know. I want a two-hour movie of his encounter. You got a book about it. He's got a book about it, yes. So I listen, I watched this interview, and I don't know if you watched any of the interview, if you read the book, or if you want to share any of the story from the I abduction. I shook hands with him. You met Mr. I Travis met Walton. Travis Walton. We're going to post that picture on our social media. And uh, 
when I met him, I was like, more like fire in your crotch. <laughs> He's a ginger. <laughs> <laughs> no, I didn't say that. <laughs> so, do you know any of the, have you heard any of the abduction story? Do you want to tell any of it? You know what? Um, I remember, God, it's been so long since I talked to yeah, him. Yeah, I mean, I just I watched it. I can go over and you can kind of chime in with anything if you want. Okay, yeah, go ahead. So, you know, he, he, he's knocked out. Okay, from from being crushed against a, I can't remember if he said a tree or a rock. So he he's out. He wakes up, and he's on a metal slab. He said it didn't have four. They had one leg in the middle, and he was just on top there. And he woke up, and there are these aliens around him, and they were wearing uh, like a blue coveralls. Now in the movie, it made it look like they had like these like suits like these gray body hugging suits but they, he said they were wearing like these blue coveralls and or orange him if he said blue or orange coveralls oh i'm sorry yeah it was like an orange brownish he said orange brownish coveralls and you know they're trying to mess with him he's he's kind of fighting arguing like he's screaming like leave me alone what are you guys doing and um and then what happened was he got uh, fingered <laughs> he probably did. He did. <laughs> a gentleman walks in that looks human. And he doesn't know if this was actually a human or another life form that looks humanish or something that they've created just to kind of bring him, calm him down because he was fighting with these uh, extraterrestrials. So this gentleman walks in and he's wearing blue coveralls. And a helmet, almost like a fishbowl-like helmet. But he said the back was kind of either frosted or fogged up in the back. Um, and he had kind of like, kind of like longish hair a little bit. And he was, he kind of came in and was like walking him out. So he was, he was like, yeah, let's go. He's like, where am I? He said he had a hard time like walking and standing. So he's trying to keep up. But he was also, you know, drilling this guy. Where are we? Like. Where, where, where are we at? What, what's going on? And the guy's not answering him. He brings him into another area, which was Travis believes was probably either another spaceship or another building that they entered. And then he brought him to another area and they, they, they kind of held him down to that table. And there was other human looking people in that room. Uh, a few more, a few men and a few female. And uh, he even said, like, he's like, yeah, you know, the, fe the female one was actually kind of somewhat attractive. And, you know, he doesn't know if that was just some a trick they were doing. But, you know, obviously they, you know, he, and I, he in this interview, he didn't give much detail of what he thought was happening to him or what. But like I said, when he was released, he kind of woke up and he was, you know, out on the out out again out kind of where they were. I, I don't know. Remember exactly. I remember he said he kept fighting with them. Yeah, he kept fighting with them. That's why he thinks they use these human-like people to maybe help calm him down. But then they still held him down. And also why they kicked him out. <laughs> yeah, maybe. <laughs> and, you know, he, was, he, wake, he wakes up and he, th he thinks it's just, you know, then that same day. He just, th he just he thought he'd been... He probably hasn't slept. Who knows? Or, yeah, who, who knows? He's out for... For like hours, spaceships traveling, how fast they are. Who knows if that messes with time? You know what I mean? Oh, that's a good point too. So if they're like, I mean, the, the doctor said he was malnourished. So yeah, I so maybe know. to them, you know, with who knows with the Earth spinning and they're flying one other way. Who knows? Exactly. It's so weird. At the speed they have to go. 
Yeah, I don't know how this works with math and science and everything. It's, <laughs> it's way out of my payroll. But I guess you can buy the book at, uh, he said Travis Walton. I'm going to look it up, TravisWalton.com. And uh, I'm, I'm kind of curious. He was cool, that. though. He was real friendly. He was, like, down to, like, really, like, talk to you and get personal, like, you know, spend time talking with you. Oh, that's cool. So, like, the, the, the book is called... Uh, fire in the sky and this happened in 1975 and at that time you know talking about aliens was just like your your minds will be locked up in a loony bin you know 1975 talking about being abducted by aliens but you can't explain that six other men pass a polygraph test even when travis walton came out he passed it too yeah, yeah to exactly you know he's you know he's hiding up in the mountains for five days starving himself for this story I think they did a special on them not too long ago, and they did a polygraph test again. Now, I know on the show Fact or Fake with Ben Hansen a few years ago, they talked about this, and they went to the site. And one thing that was interesting was that the trees where, where this abduction happened, the trees that uh, were around the area, they had, uh, they were, at this time, they were like 85 years old. And then within 15 years, they had doubled in size. Which is just unheard of in the tree world. Radiation. I guess. <laughs> no, they think they yeah. found a lot of radiation there. Oh yeah, residual. There was a lot of residual radiation because a lot of UFO research people went out because they when you know, when they, you hear these guys talking about it, a lot of people head, headed out there to Snowflake, Arizona, and to go check it out. Now going back to the lightning striking the trees, I guess there is a, something that forms when lightning strikes. It's some type of mineral or something which is kind of maybe abundant in that area and they wonder if they were these uh, aliens were looking for that so that's that, that's another spaceship we have all these natural resources that we could power our own spaceships we got it right here <laughs> we just gotta do it why are we doing this damn it god scientists uh so it's out of my payroll <laughs> Look at the one, the, the true story of Travis Walton. So I guess on his website, he even talks about a documentary, um, TravisWaltonTheMovie.com. Now I'm going to go to the that website. Now I'm curious what that website shows. I met some cool people the day I met him, though. I met Josh Gates and John Zaffis. Yeah, those, those guys are Dave Schrader. Cool. If any of you guys are in the paranormal biz, you know what's up. <laughs> I'm going to go to Amazon drops. check out how much this... Big uh, name drops. Booyakasha. Oh, I, oh! I was already watching it. Okay, so on on Prime, on Amazon Prime, there is one called "The True Story of Travis Walton," where they interviewed Travis and a few other of the gentlemen. And um, I don't know when they did this. But I, okay, so I was already kind of watching this. So 2016. Okay, so it's maybe this is new. the one where they do the lie detector test on them. Maybe so you can tell by watching. I've, I've been watching. I'm like a quarter of the way in it. Uh, so I just kind of happened to be watching this a little bit on, on Prime. So uh, check it out. It's called Travis, This True Story of Travis Walton. I remember I saw that it's when on it Prime, came out. It's on Prime Video. And so you can watch that and kind of see the interviews, uh, him telling his story. So I'm about a quarter of the way in. I didn't even know. That's cool. Very, very, so it, it's an interesting story. Would you want to be abducted? Would I want to be yes. abducted? Like if they gave me a choice? Yeah. Like if they came and said, hey, you want to come with us? Yeah. Hell yeah. Really? I'd be like, dude, how long are we going to be gone for? <laughs> they just said you're coming I would us. say, can I just, can uh, can I come back at the same time? Can you like make it to where I don't be late for any appointments? <laughs> <laughs> like, let me give you my schedule real quick because uh, 
and will, will I have service where we're going? Because cell phone service. Because I'm gonna need to stay in contact with everybody. Does T-Mobile or Verizon reach outer space? Yeah. How far are we going? Can we just kind of stay up in above just my house or something? I don't. I, I that's a big hard pass for me. I want to know a lot. I'm of very stuff. curious. I'm Obviously, so curious. we've shared our UFO stories. I believe there are UFOs. I believe there are aliens out there. Uh, I've seen some crazy stuff out in the sky. It's not going to ruin my life or like put a dent in my day at all. They're just telling you you're just going to come with us. We're not telling you anything oh, so else. Now I don't have a choice. No, you have a choice. You can go or not, but they're not telling you any information. Like, well, am I going to come back? I, I can't then. <laughs> well, I have no, a daughter. So we'll, we'll bring you back, but that's all we're telling you. We're we're going to take you. We're going to finger you a little bit, and then bring you back. <laughs> don't finger me. <laughs> You know they're going. I'll just, I'll put it for you. They're not going to tell you, but you know they're going. I'll just tell you what's inside. I'll like, I'll Google some like. So (laughs) we're going to need service where we're going. I'll Google some videos of what inside a rectum looks like, so you don't need to finger mine. But then, I I just want to know all sorts of stuff like. What planet are they from? How far away? Like, are they our neighbor that we just don't even? know? You know, that's what's interesting too, because right, a lot of the reports are these grays. They call they call them the grays. Which is that the typical one where it's kind of like a, a teardrop-shaped big head and these almond-shaped black eyes and these really skinny bodies, right? Like that's that's like the the majority of sightings and abduction stories. So yeah, you're right. It's just like one planet that keeps messing with us. Are we are we interested to them? Are did they make us right? And that's why they're curious. But they also sometimes they seem intelligent. Sometimes they seem like pawns and a. But it could you know? be different ones where, yeah, some of them are just like yeah, avatars. Yeah. They're just avatars for the, their consciousness in that while they're safe in their spaceship, sending these little avatar putties. Right. <laughs> it's, just so, it's just so interesting that these seven guys tell the same story. They all pass a, pass a polygraph test. Uh, you know, they make this movie, and Travis has said that the rights for uh, – Part two have expired. He's he's ready for someone to make another movie with his from his side. Like I said, the Fire in the Sky movie, um, as a movie goes, I thought it was pretty good. The cast was was, a, was an incredible story cast. Was based around the accusations. Yes, on these other guys. I don't care for that. I want to know what happened to this dude. Right, right. I want to know his story. And in the movie, all it showed was he woke up in this. It almost looked like the Matrix. Right, like you remember when they wake up from the Matrix and they've been in these like these little oh, yeah, pods. Yeah, that's kind of was like he woke up and he's like in this little pod thing, and he gets out and he's, he's like, like floating. Stumbling. He stumbles, he stumbles out and he's like kind of floating in zero gravity. And even Trev said, "No, that didn't happen. I wasn't floating in zero gravity." Um, <laughs> and he he sees like these. He thinks they're aliens, but they're actually these um, like these outfit like spacesuits that they would fit in. And, and a helmet, and one of them like kind of grabbed him, and he kicked the helmet off, and he's trying to get away, but they just grab him, and two of them drag him uh, to a table, throw him on a table. Um, they have like this membrane thing that kind of sucks him to the table so he can't okay. move. Oh yeah, I remember yeah. that part. And they put this goop in his mouth and shove yeah. some, something down his throat, and then they hold his eye open, put this goo in his eye. Nickelodeon slime. Yeah, and and then that's it. That's it. Less than ten minutes of the movie show his abduction, and the rest of it is about the accusation. I don't care. I mean, it, it is interesting, right? Because it, it makes sense. We want to know more of that. Seven of you rap. went in, six of you came out. Where's the other guy? Right, it's like, a membrane wrap. Yeah. So, 
So, I mean, it's a, it's, it's a great part of the, sto the story, but I didn't care for the whole movie being about that. I want to know the abduction. Yeah, you, I should ask them. Did, you, did they actually turn you into a spring roll? Did they finger you? And That's then the did they finger you afterwards? <laughs> so or while you were wrapped up in your spring roll? So he's got his book. I wonder how much, how much the book costs. Um, let me hit. Okay. Yeah, he was selling his book. I got it. It looks like it's under, it's about 396 pages. And let me hit, let me add one. So it's $30. $6 for shipping. You can probably even if you can buy it on Amazon. Ask, uh, check the reviews out and ask uh, what pages is the fingering on. <laughs> Are you buying it right now? No, I'm gonna buy it. I'm gonna it, check it, it buy out. It. I might, I might buy it because I'm very, I'm very curious. I'm, I'll finish the movie and we'll see how that the movie goes for me. Yeah. So I'm gonna finish the movie on Prime Video. Okay. So um, maybe I'll watch that tonight. I'll probably start. I'll probably work on work on it as well because i think i've seen it but i'll want to i want to see it again it's been a while it was 2016 so it's kind of new yeah but i think i've seen it right when it came out but i still don't remember everything right. about it so it, i just i just found so i just like i said I just found this whole story i knew of the fire in the sky and then i you know i read about this guy travis walton and i started kind of looking more into it and i just find it very i think the whole thing the whole thing is just so fascinating these seven guys saw the exact same thing, and um, and then you know he's even he's even said that he's he's seen other things, but he doesn't really talk about them because it was like he was by himself. He's like, why why share something that I was by myself and everyone's just gonna you know dispute it? But he said he, he shared a story of him. Um, he was he was him he was sitting in the front. His son was driving, and his girlfriend was sitting in the back. And his son said, said "Dad, look at that!" And they look above, and there was a spaceship above them. And he said that his girlfriend was sitting in the back seat, and she could look up through the rear view, um, the rear windshield, and she could see like the surface of the ship. And it was a, it was a giant ship. And I guess even the sheriff in the movie Fire in the Sky, the sheriff of the town, he also recently before their, before the abduction, I believe before the abduction, he had seen uh, something in the sky. Be before the abduction. So. Oh really? Yeah. So it's pretty. Well, they say they say that when someone's been abducted, they continue to watch them. Right? Yeah. I mean, there's a reason why they probably did it, not so just to finger seen, them. But. Yeah. <laughs> they also leave weird objects in their bodies. Have you seen those things where they find these little weird the fragments? Metal fragments. Yeah. yeah. They yeah. they don't. Whatever it is, we don't. That that material does not exist on our planet. I have. Yeah. And um, yeah, they've been digging them out, and then the new one will show up. Right. But yeah, it's abducted again. Yep, they, they got you again. Yes, yeah, it's, it's very, it's very fascinating. But no, I don't want to be abducted. <laughs> I don't want to be abducted in that way. <laughs> you but, think you're going to be buddy buddy with them? Yeah, if they're like, hey, come up here. We got some secrets to tell you. It's me, Dale, when half of the Bugo boys. Yeah, you know. <laughs> if I go get my brother, <laughs> yeah, let me, let me call my brother. Can we fly over there? Can we just like, how fast can we get there? It, it is crazy, right? Like the reports are the, these ships can are huge and they can go slow and they can hover in place and they can take off at lightning speed. It's, yeah, it's what very questions would you ask an alien? Oh, you, that's a good one. Uh, I, I I think some of the would you freak out if one was like in my house 
Oh and was like, can't say it just peeked around. Pe- oh the my door. gosh, because, <laughs> yeah, the goosebumps thing, and like peeked his head around the corner. Oh yep. my gosh, I would chase it. I would invite him in. That's probably the better option than me yeah. chasing after. Get over here! What are you doing? You here? got that typical American, or typical humans. Like, what is it? Kill it! I don't know. Kill it! <laughs> I, I'm not saying kill. I'm just. It Chase just, it and tackle it and beat it yeah, down. Yeah, well, it, it just invaded. Subdue it. <laughs> it. It just, it crossed the line, right? It entered. It just it did a little B&E in your house. <laughs> it just entered uh, uninvited into your home. It doesn't know how we do things here. It's if not they're from monitoring our monitoring us, you would think they would know some things. Well, maybe he didn't break it. I'm not saying I'm going to start attacking it. I just would be like, I, just, I, I, I always want to see it before it like, disappears or something like that. I want to go after it and and uh, but probably now we're assuming it speaks English, right? Or I mean, some people say it talks uh, telepathically. Yeah, right? they communicate telepathically. They so don't maybe really it talk. will know my intentions. To be buddy, buddy. Yeah, it'd be like, hey, friend. I mean, I would obviously ask like, where where are you from? Like, are we on the same timeline? Are you are, are you like is it 2020? I'm sure they don't do dates like we do, but is it like is it like that? Like, how's your world? Do you have buildings? Like, do you have- does this work like it does in the movies? And I'll like reach out to grab his hand so we can like read each other's minds. Right. Is it, it like, works in the movies. Is it like the Jetsons where you're at, where everything's flying around, or is it like rocks? Everything's just made out of rocks. Yeah, and we're, and we're interesting to you. Like, are we the advanced species? Just like <coughs> you've just really mastered flight, but other than that, you like you suck at everything else. Just live in else. caves. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean. Like, you live in caves, but you have the on, most advanced. Flying. On their world, do they have like this great, awesome metal, and they can create these ships that that fly? But in reality, they they can't even. You know, they're bumbling idiots. I don't know. <laughs> in other aspects. And they were like, these guys, this, this, this species, the human species is amazing. They, they communicate in different languages. But they're they very violent. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> What's up with that? I mean, that's why they're researching. Why are they so violent? All they want to do is kill everything that moves. <laughs> everything that swims and crawls and walks, they want to kill it and eat it. <laughs> yeah, they want to kill it and then see what it tastes like. Yeah, because, you know, they don't wear clothes, you know, so how smart are they? <laughs> Well, that's why these... maybe that's just their little avatars, little putty avatars. Right. So maybe you couldn't even talk to it anyway. Well, talk to it subconsciously because it's a, man, I don't know. It's so weird. What weird... would you ask? Uh, what would I ask? I'd be, um, okay, what have you seen so far? How long have you been observing us? Yeah. Um, ha- has evolution been what, you know, what has been at play here and... Was there any intervention from other okay. aliens? Um, how long do your guys' lives lifespan? last? Yeah, what's yeah. your lifespan like? That's an interesting one, too. What do you eat? Yeah. Like, how you does have... your body function? Like, let me dissect one of you guys. Let's see how this works. <laughs> do you have smartphones? Yeah, yeah. What do you guys, how do you guys communicate to, you know, is it, are you really not even here? Are you guys out at a desk somewhere else? Like, is this a video game for you guys? Are you, or is it AI? Is it an AI? Right. Yeah. Thing. Because whenever that guy on uh, that one ranch was killing them, they're disappearing. Stardust. Yeah. <clears throat> and then they had their uh, DNA analyzed and was like chlorophyll and um, yep. hemoglobin. Right. So plant matter and flesh matter. So interesting. Yeah. Plant-based humanoid creatures 
Man. You're so healthy, I bet. <laughs> Again, I want to eat I one. Why we, you should have ate it. I bet yeah. it's so healthy for you. Maybe. <laughs> Again, I'm so curious if any of our listeners or viewers have had any type of alien, alien meat. UFO have you ever experience? ate alien meat before? How is it? Yeah. <laughs> What's did the best it ruin way? your digestive Real system? Bakes. <laughs> um, I don't know why. I, I think uh, right now that's what's really interesting me right now is... Aliens, aliens, getting fingers, <laughs> <laughs> flying saucers. Like I, I might. Uh, that what might if be... the aliens were gonna let you finger an alien? No, I don't want to finger anything. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, well, about we'll turn the table. I feel weird you... opening an or peeling an orange. <laughs> yeah, that's already <laughs> two knuckles deep. I'm sometimes. uncomfortable peeling oranges. <laughs> Uh, I've done that. <laughs> I'm imagining that. <laughs> uh, I've spent a lot of time this summer, I think. When I get some downtime, and I'll, since movie theaters aren't open, I'm going to just be... Fingering oranges. <laughs> I'm going to be knuckle deep <laughs> in research. <laughs> on on uh, Travis Walton or... Yeah. Anything. <laughs> Anything alien. In fact, we Jay, should, I was just, yeah, we should go watch the skies out yes, Dugway. Dugway. Yes. AKA Area 52. So we could spend the day picking up geodes out there. You know, they got a geode bed. Oh, interesting. Yeah, we can go collect geodes. And then when the night falls, we can start watching the sky for weird light movements. But I also heard the best time to observe the sky out there is when they're testing out at the Dugway Proving Grounds. Do they talk about... Is that public information when they do yes, that? Yes, you have to... It, it has to be public when they do testing. Ah. So whenever they do testing, you can look that info up. Um, Alien Dave used to post it on his site, and the Aliens, man. government did not like that he was making that more public than it already was. Hmm, sounds right. So they were getting making him shut up about it. <laughs> but um, but yeah, it is public. You have to know where to go to see it. Okay. And I think you can still go to his website and access the area to get to the place to see when they do testing. Okay, I want to. We're doing that this summer. Okay. We will report back what we see or don't see. Then we can find some scorpions out in the desert too. Why not? Finger them. Yeah, we'll finger Eat some em. scorpions. We'll probe them. <laughs> All right. Anything else? Um, uh, we want to do some more paranormal investigating soon when things are opening up and people are allowing us to investigate. Right. I did have something booked out for the Idaho Hotel to investigate that, but... We knew that in August? Yeah, the first week in August, but that plans might have fallen through on that. Ah, okay. So we'll see. We'll see. Maybe either move it, reschedule it, or cancel it. We'll, I don't know. Damn the coronavirus. Well, no, it's not the coronavirus. It has to do with other events oh, happening. Oh, just the, the same, whole plans? Yeah, the whole, happening the same thing. Same oh, weekend. So, gotcha. I don't know what we'll do yet. All right, well, maybe don't bring it up then. <laughs> well, it's going to be investigated. All right. It will be investigated, maybe sooner than later. Excellent. You know what I mean? That's why I have to reschedule. All right. It's getting hot in here. It is time to end. All right, guys. Thanks for listening or watching the Boogo Bowl. Bye, everybody. Podcast. We love y'all. Take care. Peace. <laughs>